हाय एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू टॉक इट आउट विद रुमानी लोग क्या कहेंगे ये तो सुना ही होगा और कभी सोचा भी होगा तो उन लोगों के कुछ सवाल और उनके सुलझे हुए जवाब इस पॉडकास्ट में एवरी मंडे एंड थर्सडे विद अ न्यू एपिसोड कुछ कहानियां जो अनकही थी और अनसुनी भी उसको सुनेंगी भी और उसे सीखेंगे भी I would like to discuss something like about motherhood and your career. So, how did you start, and how did you manage everything? And now you're a founder also. So, first, I would like to introduce you to my viewers. Like, hi, this is Anita Sahu, and she's in founder of Home Cuisine and a mom too. So, how did your journey started? Please help us. And over to you, Anita. Now. Okay, I think career is a very regular straight path, right? You do your MBA, you start your career. um but a year back i started uh, wanting to do something on my own and which is how i started home cuisine which is a food startup uh journey as a mom i think nobody plans it out you have a child you're a mom uh, nobody prepares you for it really and it's something yes, that yeah. just happens yeah and i see a lot of my friends hey guys okay hi hi everyone yeah and uh, more of a mom doesn't come with a booklet like you have to do this you have it's there is no step to step uh like procedure also like you can't follow something so how did you manage because as i know you so you were a mom in a very young age like me also maybe yeah yeah pretty young age so how did you manage that and there are society taboos also oh uh, like you said it doesn't come with a lot of do's and don'ts but it definitely comes at least in the indian setup with a lot of don'ts because the expectation is that now that you are a mom your career will take a second seat your personal life will take a second yes. seat you will not be like hanging out chilling so many things right yes, yes. uh and suddenly you are like a 24 year old who has this immense responsibility in life mm-hmm. uh and that nobody's really prepared you for people will tell you uh, all the physical things you have to exactly uh yes, yes. you'll find how to take care of the child feed the child uh, uh you know change diapers and all of that but nobody is preparing you for the mental shift that you need to make yes um and i, I won't i i will tell you the first few months were really hard oh, i yeah. really cried a lot i was like what the fuck just happened uh no yes. you know, even when you look at movies and tv shows and you'll be like oh motherhood is this great thing you will look at the baby and you will fall in love as it happened yeah it's like it's like a beautiful journey ahe like everything is magically but nobody t- uh, talks about the other side of that nobody prepares you for the realistic side of it honestly like uh, for the first thing the baby's not really responding to you right you're just there to feed it and keep it whatever right so you're literally like a i used to use the term that i felt like a mother dairy like <laughs> there's a child coming to every few hours but they don't respond because they're really uh, tiny at that point Yes. um so it's hard mm-hmm. uh everybody checking in on the baby how's the baby etc and i think people forget to check in on the mother right really? and even if you're checking in on the mother they will ask questions which are like are you feeding him enough uh, mm-hmm. or her enough or are you uh, you know was the delivery okay why you like nobody is asking you about how you're feeling because you're processing a complete life change right so i think that's some part that i felt uh, was hard i did cry a lot there were days when i was like please go to college or somebody take this away from yeah, me so for a bit mom guilt is very natural thing like 
sometime i have seen my friends and i have seen because when i started to talk it out i got some requests people asking like is it okay if i have a mom guilt i even i had mom guilt no uh, doubt in that so is it okay to have a mom guilt or it's like something sin we are doing because according to our moms uh, there is no guilt in mom's life so everyone's no, at duty i think see you have to have uh, two parts one is uh, even before mom guilt kicks in right nobody talks about uh, postpartum uh, depression yeah. it is a real thing people get it, it. Uh, more people than you know get it and more people than you don't understand like now when i look at it i know i went through something that i should have found a therapist i should looked at something even, you should have or talking about that I actually uh, started this uh, page when I realized that I am going through a postpartum depression because it looks like an anxiety or mood swings because people yeah. say it's a hormonal disbalance and all that they name it very uh, differently but it is a postpartum depression. It is uh, number one acknowledging and you know mental health overall is such a huge taboo and then to say that you know I am suffering from uh, postpartum depression is like but the happiest thing in your life happened to you yes, yes. but. it doesn't feel it right so yeah. to acknowledge that there is something wrong and to be able to seek out help uh, because i know in a traditional indian setup like you said right you would typically go to your mothers or your family yeah. or in laws and nobody understands it <laughs> you know how can you not love this thing uh, so the first few months are hard typically it hits you really bad i was lucky i had an employer that let me have about 8 months of maternity leave um they had a six month policy long before it was mandated and i had enough leaves but even when you're sitting at home right i think uh but when you do go back to work which was probably because i spent so much time 24/7 with the baby it was hard yeah uh because you all yeah you're there and you're constantly checking in and of course we have a lot of technology and you're calling who who have i left the child with is it whatever where is they can get on so there is uh, worry there's guilt and i think there's anything wrong with it but you have to moderate at some point and figure out right so i think that is the next important step that comes along yeah but nobody discuss about that that is a matlab taboo yeah. still a taboo i don't understand why is it a still taboo because if i go to my mom or any relatives or any uh, like in in laws they will say it's a normal thing it's a process uh, because you have just you have hormonal disbalance it's a process so you have to go through this so nobody discuss like address it as a real problem or a real depression and i have seen i have seen people actually uh, taking their lives on just because of postpartum depression also because it is it's hard different than any other depression yeah so i think postpartum and uh, there's again no not a timeline right like it mm-hmm. doesn't end in 3 months 6 months a year it could take longer if it's yes. uh, not addressed or you decide there are many things to it right i feel uh, i was already having issues with anxiety and then the postpartum really pushed me to a, a, a harder more difficult place uh, so i think a lot of those that happened i did seek out therapy when my daughter was about 2 years old because i realized this was a very hard feeling to yeah. shake off right uh so yeah it doesn't come with a timeline uh it doesn't and it it can build up into many other things right because when i realize it's affecting my personal life it's affecting yeah. everything else that i know and uh it, it it helps i i am a huge fan like i said of therapy i feel because if your immediate family is not able to understand or support you through this it's okay to seek external help it's you're sick you go to a doctor you're not feeling well mentally and it's okay to acknowledge that and you know work on it 
yes yes and yes therapy talking about therapy uh, it's still a taboo because if i say something like if i seek this to my dad like i'm uh, going for a therapy he will like oh you are not pagal like people will uh, name this as a pagal yeah. so pagal and being in a depression is very different thing so i just want like you to tell like how it is different and why should we address that I am not a expert on differentiating this per se. You probably, uh, I'm of course, there's enough medical reason, but I just feel, overall, in terms of uh, you know, mental health is a challenge to talk about, especially when you're a mother, because the expectation is that this most beautiful and most joyous thing has happened to you. So it's very hard for yes. everybody else to fathom, right? Uh, it is dismissed as you know uh, this generation. Inko to bache dekhne nahi aate. Hamne to char char pal liye, akele pal liya. Uh, these are this is a pampered generation of mothers. They have uh, health diapers. Et cetera, et cetera. They have diapers. Yeah. Uh, diapers yeah. So a lot of that happens. It's especially um, so one the way we as mothers are you know rearing our children because we have more information, we have a different lifestyle, we have more pressures, is different, right? So uh, there's a lot of pressure to be this uh, happy, sacrificing everything for the child mother. ऑफ um so i think that is uh, one important part uh so yeah i think that's largely it and then the second uh, part that is difficult is when you go back to work um especially you and me right our mothers never went to work they were full time homemakers and all respect to that yes. uh but it is very difficult <laughs> to explain why i need to do my 9 to 5 many people will come and tell you ab to aap chhod doge ab to you will not do this much you do part time you change your career you become a teacher like everybody has advice so i and these things, was coming to that also people say that you have to stop your career there is a saying like you have to up to career khatam like you have to stop your career now motherhood is your career this is again a full time job so uh, there is a realistic thing that we have to have pay our bills and everything so motherhood will not pay our bills actually so how did you start like I think overcome this more than even like bills, right? A lot of people will say things like, "Ki the guy is earning enough, and you can whatever." So two parts. Uh, my work has always been very important to me, and my financial independence, right? Uh, you know, it's strange for the first twenty years of your life, you're told, "Ki padhai karo first job, have a career, be successful." It's like that secondary. This is what you were being trained to do all your life. Yes. Uh, so my financial independence, number one, is very important. Number two is I like the fact that I'm a person outside of my house. I am. Uh, I won't say like I have a personality outside of house. There's something that I do which is far more fulfilling, and I enjoy that, right? So I think both parts of it. Uh, of course, there was a lot of pressure, and at some point you're also tempted that maybe I should just sit at home. How does it matter? And you don't want to fight it out, but. Um, Again, I realized eight months sitting at home that I had to go back to work. Um, it is hard. It's not uh, like I said. Again, it's hard because you're constantly worrying. And again, this pressure, right? And you've given examples of people who've quit their careers or sitting at home or who are doing. Uh, 
I shouldn't be sitting at home or working from home or doing complete home. It was their personal choice, but it was not a choice that I wanted to make. Um, so more than financial pressure, I think it's a lot about my identity and the fact that I like being a working person. So that's where it, I had to go. But uh, again, it depends on your workplace how supportive they are or yes. not, or how much you decide to fight for having. But I think. uh now most of the companies or organization if i say are more supportive to the maternity or women who are trying to come back after a break or of one or two years so i can applaud for that organization but still there's still lot of companies who questions like uh, if i ask if i tell them that i i was on a maternity break so it is like so you can't work now because you have a child so there is a thing in their mind also so she has a responsibility so she might not be 100% to the organization but which is different and uh, which is not in everyone's case so if i am looking to join so there is some chance that i am okay i'm okay to leave my child at home and start working for your organization but people will not understand so how what's your take on that um i have been uh, very fierce about my career right <laughs> my appraisals and all my conversations i prepare for them right uh i think the other part is if you start believing and i think one of the things i was very clear uh was when i went back to work is that at work i will not feel guilty about my child and when i have time with my child i will not feel guilty about my work right so they are both important they are both equally important to me but i can't compromise on either right so uh i think that was something that you have to really say to yourself like a thousand times and start believing in it is one the other is uh, the men i've uh, seen we don't prepare for our career conversations as mm. much as and guys again when you're a mother right you're not hanging out so much you're not going out for after work parties you're not staying back late and having those coffee conversations because you want to get back home you have a thing to do uh so i just kind of focused on making sure that you know number one i was on top of my work and my contributions so if somebody even if you pick me up like for a five minute chat i could tell you exactly what i was doing where i was headed and what my expectation career wise was so you have to make sure that you're having those conversations if you sit down with your manager right you have to sit down and i've seen uh, a lot of times you have to start preparing for these guys somehow do it they do it all the time they like i want this 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 but uh, and you make sure you don't second guess yourself right like now that i'm a mother i can't take additional responsibilities yes. they hired us for the multitasking that we do they hired us for the hustle that we do right and it's fine to be able to do both but again sometimes is completely sacrosanct uh, i have turned down client calls saying i'm at my daughter's school i'm at my daughter's function and if the cl- most clients understand if somebody doesn't i actually would go to walk off from that client i can't work with yeah. understand or appreciate that right yeah they should and uh, talking about that i was uh, also yeah how did you leave that high paying salary job and started your own like how this journey started of yours like again a mom also to the toddler or mom to a toddler and no, no, she's now a pre- she's no longer a toddler she's now a preteen she's turning 12 this yeah month. and Preteen no. is also a difficult phase for a mom. No, but you will. Uh, and I'll just come back to that part. Uh, this was more personal. I really wanted to do something for my own for a very long time, and I had the financial independence to be able to do that and expertise and learnings over the years. So that's fine. 
the other thing is as your kids grow older they need you less and less and i think it's a great thing actually because uh, an 11 12 year old goes to school for a couple of hours comes back has enough classes has enough friends they don't need you running after them and i'm so glad i stuck to my career because if i would have stayed at home right now my child needs me for like 30 minutes in a day maybe an hour on the weekend she has her own life Okay, and i yeah. don't know what to do with myself right so i'm so glad i stuck it out because you know what kids will outgrow and then people will say ek aur bachcha kar lo then wo thoda time pass uska bhi ho jayega so then you have to keep in a social pressure I yes also outgrow needing you to and it's a good healthy thing when i look at her and how little she needs me i just feel that she's independent and that's a great thing right she doesn't that's i was more important till i was in college so i know but when i I feel uh, that's a great thing, right? So th- this can't be the solution that I, you know, spend all my time. And I don't want to overinvest in a child, breathing down her neck all the time. Not my style, <laughs> and probably not healthy either. Yeah, true that. So, uh, no, uh, like, how? I mean, uh, are you facing like sometimes you must be thinking like high-paying job was still better than founding, uh, like having my own because it's your own baby. You have to take care of that company. as a again a new mom to that company so have you ever thought like uh, my high paying job was still better and i st- i should go back because uh, when i see the shark tank episodes going on sometimes i have this entrepreneurship uh, booth in me but after that then when i realize it's a very tough journey so it's uh, it's not easy honestly the days you're like okay what have i gotten myself into but it's still the first year right and i uh, the fact you know uh the things i miss about office is obviously going to a formal setup and going and coming uh, back etc the money cost uh but even now i think uh, i find what i do is far more meaningful when i speak to people like i remember the first order that came and i was so excited I, in my years of appraisals and years of bonuses i have never been as excited about the first 700 bucks i earned on my platform right like this is so awesome or when you talk to people right a lot of the chefs who join us are actually mothers uh whose kids have gone to college or their mothers who left their careers and trying to do something from home or uh, people who are balancing so a lot of our chefs were like only working on weekends because they're with their families the rest of the week uh and they appreciate the fact that you know that we're giving them this flexibility or there's something to help them grow their businesses uh it feels a lot more meaningful it feels a lot lot more meaningful than what i have done the rest of my life so yeah that's good uh, that's good i have a doubt i can't let these people down <laughs> so i can't let a lot of these people down please so stick yeah. to it uh, yeah because uh, nowadays if i see there is a difficulty in finding of a work life balance like when we talk about work life balance uh, any organization we want to join there is a glass door uh, opinion about work life balance first thing is about work life balance so how do you think like having a on own business have has a good work life balance or working with an organization has a good work life balance uh, uh i think neither of them guarantee a great work life balance right uh when i did work in businesses of course uh, there were some that gave zero fs about how your work life balance was uh and there were some that were great employers my last employer was absolutely great right i think they were a little too kind in terms of work life balance uh but as a founder uh it's just that you manage 
I did work like balance you figure out it took me a while to find your schedule but yes when i go on holidays i'm carrying my laptop i'm always on but that's because we are a very very small team i don't have enough people to take care of i'm away uh that is one but there are also days that it's uh, we've managed to create like a low volume days etc so which works so it's fine i think plus it's a lot more fulfilling so you don't mind it like i'm not putting work not knowing what the outcome is i know what the outcome is i'm owning the outcome so it feels yes. again, more personal and meaningful yeah that the, again your uh, own thing is your own baby like it's a baby you are nurturing that baby and uh, the baby is being home kissing i's been one year so that's oh. like a baby i understand so because i have worked with the startups and I know, like when you work with a startup, also it looks like it's your own, own baby that you're working in an MNCs. So I, I just wanted to know, like, why is it still a taboo saying like uh, mental health? When we discuss about mental health, why is it still a taboo? Like we can't discuss about that. And moreover, uh, if we discuss, people say it's a phase; it will go away. I we understand it's a phase; it 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 will fade away someday. But how about with about that someday, like uh, the period with that someday, and when someone is gone, then we, then we will tell tell that oh, have uh, like we should have discussed something more. So wh- how why is it still a taboo when there is a lot of awareness, mental health awareness, we months are going, still there is a taboo, lot of things like people judge a person who is mentally sick or who is seeking help uh, for mental happiness. um i think a lot has changed in the last few years with uh, you know and thankfully celebrities and influencers talking about uh, health uh, at least our generation is more accepting i know the people still like ye to ameero ki bimari hoti hai exactly behavior and all of that but i'm glad there are resources right if you're feeling low i know i can find a therapist i can look for a therapist i can figure out what is wrong and chat with people i think that's great um uh, the acceptance and probably the older generation is because of maybe lack of just awareness right mental health wasn't really considered yeah. physically then people will give you random things like go find a hobby uh, do physical exercise etc yeah. so it is hard to uh, understand and acknowledge and i don't know i also feel and maybe i'm wrong and maybe it's just me i feel as uh, in our structure or in our culture we don't really talk talk but this so if i maybe if you call your parents or you call your family you'll say ha bahut thand hai khana kha liya ye you how are you feeling what are your expectations what is making exactly. you happy is making you unhappy we, we just don't have this conversations our conversations are how are you how's your child acha thand ho rahi hai ki nahi barish ho rahi hai ki nahi you know we don't go deep more than that but we have talked right so i just feel that we talk but we don't converse we don't share yeah. uh so it's hard for us i have struggled for a very long time to even express how i feel with uh family with friends etc it's you know you know the polite conversation it's hard so it's something that i've worked very hard on in the last couple of years to be able to say when i'm uncomfortable to say when i'm anxious or to say i'm not liking something it comes it's it's hard yeah it's also very it also makes the other people uncomfortable i've seen that also yes um, yes but i do get it wisdom like many years later in life and not when you need it the most so uh, do you think that google or social media is a uh, somehow 
like affecting us like somehow affecting the mental health because if we see our older generation didn't had this access to the social media or the google like phone uthaya google kar liya so they didn't had this access so their life was little better or little peaceful that us or how it is like i am not entirely sure that the life was better <laughs> it was uh, uh it was yes of course i mean there's a flip side to either right i do feel that i do have a lot more information and resources available to me literally in my phone or people and yes. there's a large uh, uh it's the older generation I, it was more to do with let's not talk about it as other you know you just family. you never knew it family so ki baat hai na family mein hi rakh lo like it's been mera pyo so mera pyo therapy mein mother usne tum pagal to nahi ho gayi ho aise log bolenge kisi ko mat batana say you're going for physiotherapy and i'm like okay and i actually complied with it at that point because uh, it was not worth the fight mujhe jaane to is more important than what i'm i calling it but uh, with my child i'm very uh, comfortable at it i know like you know i i have seen i've seen a therapist so and so seen a therapist you know all of that and she's completely fine with it it's just like you go to the dentist you go to the therapist it's not a big it's like um, they're also the mbbs is so all they're also doctors so i believe so, so they're all equal thing the taboo on mental health like i said there have probably haven't been enough conversations for people to identify right it's like saying uh pehle zamane mein divorces kam hote the because now they they uh, actually they blame they put a blame on the women it doesn't mean that everybody was happy at that point right so so they pay, uh, nicely they put a blame on the women because they, we are independent so unko to pata hai abhi wo kama rahe hain so that's how they are uh, divorce is very common nowadays so yeah that's a lot of taboos because ab unko lagta hai ki it's okay like even if uh, they were not happy but they will say that hum jaye to jaye kahan because there was no like for them there was no resources and they could not reach out to people for a help also and talk see as you said that you can speak to your daughter nicely but they were not so free to us Yes. Openly, they will not speak about anything happening in their life, or do they need the therapy? Even if uh, now uh, I ask them, do you need therapy or something? No, no, no. We are fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. So yeah, I I I thought somehow Google is affecting us, and uh, like I posted also like about comparison, like social comparison. Uh, again like two very different ways of it's using the same tool right i also feel that social media creates a lot of pressure to uh, compare with others yes. and uh, the projection right is very hard but i know like when if you look at my timeline the pic when i had my nicest happiest perfect instagram pictures was the time as i was going through the maximum shit in my life and i was trying to justify and project a different uh, image and people want that image right and i have a post today yes. for like a long while except for my work but uh, like post post but it's there right there's no pressure i think so i take it and i would say that take everything you see on social media with a huge pinch of salt um so what is consuming and comparing the other is using social media to find the right kind of resources to find the right kind of help that you need so i think it's a double edged sword so it depends what you do with it i believe now most of the users are actually using the social media in a wrong way rather than utilizing it they're using it rather than utilizing it yeah 
मतलब सोशल कंपेयर कर लिया कंपेयरिंग द लाइव विद अदर्स एंड दैट्स ऑल लाइक द ग्रास इज ग्रीनर ऑन द अदर साइड सो द फ्रेज इज ब्यूटिफुल pardon me it always is and uh, yeah. yes yes so uh and how is your thought uh, the teenager doing and oh, she is 12 going on 16 like the attitude and sass of a 16 year old in the body of a 12 year old very difficult but it's fine i think uh, we one of the things and i maybe i'm not perfect with it like i said is to be able to have these conversations about uh you know how you feeling how we really really feeling so our conversations are less about in you know, our school and all of that but it's more open ended right how my feeling is something if i share is something we expect her to share back um the other part is of course uh, she feels very invested in my career so <laughs> she's very proud of this working and she does this etc she i used to work for kfc before i started home cuisine right and she's yes. that was the coolest job ever the same baddie but uh, i think Uh, the other part, especially as mothers of girls, is that when you uh, show that your career is important and that it's not like, if I were to say that you can either have a career or you can stay at home and take care of the child, I am not sure what kind of example I'm setting up for her. Exactly. But when she's trying for both, she's going to have that dilemma. Okay, maybe you can't have both. You have to let go of one. One. And I don't want yeah. that. I want her to see how somebody can do that. So I just feel she enjoys the fact that I have a career or the fact that I have a startup. So yeah. Yes. She must be enjoying the startup. Because me and you and me, I and I know we struggled when we started our careers because our mothers were full-time stay-at-home mothers, yes. right? And because of terrible jobs, so many reasons, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't the norm. I struggled. I didn't know. I didn't have somebody that I could talk to about. having a career and managing a house and a child etc i really struggled to find that uh, for the first few years right so me i don't know then you find those people in your offices you find women who are doing it and you have those conversations yes uh, yes you don't have an example at home and i think the person who guilts you the most when you go back to work is your own parents ki humne to nahi kiya tha we never left you we sacrificed our careers for you so i Think one one is it was a very hard one to have with my mother saying you will be the last person to ever guilt me because uh, she didn't understand it right because like you have to stop guilting me she didn't understand that she was guilting me either but uh, it was a hard conversation but I think I was literally at my wits end like you have if I travelled for work you can't say bichara bacha poor thing is left alone her mother is working poor thing is at home her mother is in office poor thing is alone her mother is working late. The maximum guilt comes from our immediate families, right? So you yes, have to that. put a stop to that. So, so uh, what's your thought? Like, how can we deal with all these taboos, and we can just start afresh? Like, we can make uh, our society little better. Just not to judge everyone by uh, like how we are dealing. Like, as you said, poor guy, poor child. So how? Like can stop this blame game. Why we can't ask our partners to stay at home and take care of a child? Rather But we go out work. The partners was equally partner in making the child, right? Why yes. not? Why not? Yes. I am all for stay at home dads. I am all for men who decide to pitch in. Uh, it's hard. Um, I don't think you can change the mindset of the previous generation at all. Like it's like. It's a waste of time. See, sometimes what happens? I have seen trollers also, like of our generation. They also don't understand. So when we say to our generation, also they are like, 
my husband is earning a good amount like i have seen my friends who are married to businessmen and all that so then like my uh, husband is earning a good amount so i will stay back i will take care of the farming it's a far more deep rooted thing which is why it starts with your kids right if you teach your daughters to value their financial independence if you teach them to value the education that they have got if you teach them to value you know uh, people i mean to be able to tell them that your goal in life is to have your own career whether it's money or it's something it's art it's fulfilling etc we don't have those conversations most families will say oh we are saving for your wedding tumhari shaadi mein kya karenge we will get you this for your wedding i have never had that i'm very conscious i want to uh we'll give this to you when you get married right so somehow those conversations you never have those with your boys you never tell them that i will give you this when you get married we we'll do this, this conversation so it's it goes way back right on how do you start of set life goals which are outside of marriage and children for your girls so then the career becomes an maybe it's an extension maybe it's not because then it's not a tick box in your life right so they have done this and in, so you know you will see this in india you'll ask a boy ki kab settle ho raha hai settling for a boy means having a career and a job settling for a girl means a child and shaadi a shaadi then you change the conversation at home with your peers or with your children or with your younger kids uh is when i feel like even if not a huge one you start chipping away at it you start giving them other options uh yes at, at works right and the other uh, watch out is what our schools are teaching our kids unfortunately a lot of our education even in the best of schools is still very dated and still very stereotypical there are times when I Turn my child's homework back to school, saying my daughter will not do this because this is a stereotype or because this is sexist, right? Uh, this is a very popular poem, no? Papa ka paisa gold gold, mummy ki gold gold. I have taken objection to that also. I that song. Okay. I mark this now. Actually, my son listens to that very nicely. Or my daughter had an assignment where it said. uh go to your fa- go with your father to the office and note what he does go to the kitchen and see what your mother does and i'm like why why that is when you have to take a stand so you to yes. especially in the formative years and i think uh, one of the things uh, was in uh, even when my daughter was in pre nursery her best friend's mom's a pilot right and there was a picture of nurse is always shown as a woman the yeah. pilot is always shown as a man right so she like but my mother is a pilot why is there's no female representation you to be a lot more conscious about what our schools and the education system is feeding our children uh, it's a lot of effort but uh, well you can and i think a lot of schools are also accepting of this right so once we did have those conversations with the school you can insist on changing the curriculum or updating it teach children about mixed families teach children about uh, gender stereotyping etc yeah um and sometimes we do have our own unconscious biases so be uh, on those true true and uh, lastly i would like to thank you because it was a heart to heart conversation as you said we actually talk but we don't converse with people so thank you for joining in and thank you that being a sunday you had your time you took the time for us and uh, so uh, let's meet some other day we'll discuss something new uh, till then uh, please please say something to our my friends or viewers who are watching that i social taboos no i think uh, number one i'm great that you're starting something called talk it out right like i said i know that's so perfect we don't talk 
uh, like it's been on Converse, and I'm glad you're setting up the platform, and I wish you a lot of success. And thanks to everybody who joined and stuck on for a bit. So thanks yes. so much, and you have a good weekend. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye.